The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Good morning and welcome to Fresh Start Friday with with Carl and um, him and him yeah the Grant the uh, and um, <clears throat> the GB Weekly, which isn't weird, of course. It's a very uh, popular paper, <laughs> and they sponsor our show, and they're certainly far from weird. Not like any other publication that's circulating Golden Bay. It's the good paper that has good information on it, and um, we have some good information in it today. Very fine newspaper. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> thanks to Joe and the team, 
um, uh, they send me a embargoed copy, which I'm not allowed to talk about until it comes out today, which I can talk about now, um, so that I can find interesting and unusual people to uh, interview. And uh, we have two of them today. Well, it should be easy. Throw a stick in the main street of Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. You'll find uh, someone weird and interesting. About about um, eight about eight o'clock, I've got <coughs> Merit Weiss, who will be talking about the um, planting of loads and loads of uh, n- um, trees in the bay, native trees, which is a fantastic um, to work in with... Um, Project Mahua's stream care scheme, so that's pretty exciting stuff, and we'll find out more about that. And then later on, uh, I've got Belinda Fleming coming in, and she's going to be talking about uh, Jack Davis's um, long journey with cancer and how there's a wonderful group of people doing a fundraiser because the government doesn't uh, doesn't uh, fund his medication, which costs an arm and a leg and a couple of vital organs. So. <coughs> Anyway, that's going to cost. Anyway, um, yeah, so on with the weather. (laughs) I'll shut up about that. Uh, Bledham, good morning to you. Hey, good to have you on the show. Just tuned in. Uh, Fine today with light winds in Blenheim, 20 degrees, and Saturday is mainly fine. Easterlies, southeasterlies actually, dying out in the afternoon. Sunday, some fine morning cloud light winds, and then fine with northerlies on Monday. And Nelson, you have a uh, fine day today with southwesterlies, 21 degrees. Tomorrow's cloudy period, southwesterlies dying out in the morning. Sunday's fine apart from areas of morning cloud light winds. And Monday's fine with southwesterlies. <clears throat> I'm going to probably repeat myself over and over. Fine with southwesterlies in Motueka today. And um, cloudy period, southwesterlies dying out in the morning. Saturday, fine apart from areas of morning cloud, light winds on Sunday, and fine and southwesterlies on Monday. And <laughs> how could it be any different? Golden Bay, Takaka, you've got fine southwesterlies today. Tomorrow's cloudy period, southwesterlies dying out in the morning, fine apart from some areas of morning cloud on Sunday, and fine with westerlies on Monday. And it looks all pretty good. Um, I did, I did um, look at the uh, what's happening in the five-day forecast for you because there is a cyclone up um, in the uh, Pacific heading our way, um, but it looks like it's only going to destroy um, more of uh, Gisborne Way and Coromandel, and. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get much of it because it's already sort of downgrading to so something that's a little bit more than a you know major tropical storm. So it's not going to be another Wahini. <coughs> no, no. Which was Easter as well. Yeah, actually. right. Okay. Yeah, we had an Easter one here a few years ago, and uh, we the the river got pretty close to flooding in, in Takaka, actually, very very close, and um, yeah, people cut off uh, up there in Toki, etc., etc. So yeah, we've got to watch things like that, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. You could have just said ditto on the weather there. Oh, ditto, it was ditto, exactly ditto. the same for all four <laughs> regional centres. That would have saved a bit of time, but uh, you know, I... Well, yeah. there's, there's no time like the present. We've got a great show today. We, the theme is uh, covers, so Grant and I have done quite a lot of research into songs that you would have heard 
the cover is more famous than the original so we're going to play you the original yeah of the cover that's pretty famous yeah so um who did this who, okay we've got to remember who did the um original because that's quite kind of important i mean well, sorry yeah. who did the cover so this was a cover most of elvis wasn't elvis it? elvis yeah. did this one this, this goes way back but big mama thornton yeah she's the mama and and the album was called ball and chain which which is another one um yes janice did a song, song yeah, yeah called ball and chain just just as a as a side <laughs> with, a, with a name like that that you, you probably wouldn't have messed with her would you big, big mama, mama thought and didn't look like you would either okay looking at her fit pictures <laughs> you know but she's yeah anyway here's big mama thought and you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Well, I feel all right this morning now. I want everybody to know that I was the one to say This was this time last week. It'd still be dark, and that would probably have frightened the hell out of me. But, um. <laughs> yeah, what a great cover! I mean, what a you know, and um, 
<clears throat> yeah, Elvis did it. Justice, I wonder why I Elvis. Think. You wonder why they choose these songs, don't you? That's another whole different. <sighs> yeah, it's what your style is or what you like. It's just personal likes too. Elvis yeah. didn't write anything of his own, did he? Not much, I don't think. He no. did write a few things, but I don't think there was much credence in there. Most of it came from, yeah, fifties and forties. Perkins and Bill Haley and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know Bill Haley did a great. I mean, um, the. Now, yeah, Bill, Billy Jack Wills did a good cover of the um, um, <clears throat> Bill Haley song, um, um, uh, and it's actually, I think, Billy Jack's is better, so I should have found that one for us, actually. I'll, I'll see we if I can do it while it. we're we off here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, um, <clears throat> this is, yeah, Mr. Mr. Late Great. Mr. Bowie, mm. yeah. Now this song was covered. Uh, the most famous covers are Lulu. Remember Lulu? She oh did, yeah. Did a version in the mid seventies, really, which was uh, sort of charted for a while. But then Nirvana did a um, cover that was sort of you know because obviously Kurt Cobain died, so it's it's become a, become a bit of a showpiece of Nirvana's. But the original is, of course, Mr. Bowie. Yeah. Off his album with the same title, The Man Who Sold the World. We passed upon the stair. We spoke of was and when. Although I wasn't there. Said I was his friend, which gave us some surprise. I spoke into his eyes. I thought you died alone a long, long time ago. I know. Oh, no. 
Um, yeah, the man who sold the world. Quite but Bowie futuristic, isn't it? Oh, look, he, he actually, you know, what would genre would you call it even? Well, see, the next album he did was completely different again. In oh. fact, I th- yeah, so... <laughs> I don't think anything he ever did was, was the same anyway, no, really. so you can't pigeonhole David, can you? No. I wouldn't have minded buying one and getting one of his paintings. I bet they started at a high price when he first started painting, though. Yeah. Actually, his, um... Was it his mum? His mum was Peter Frampton's art teacher, I think, so maybe there was a bit of art in the, oh, in the yeah. Jones family. Often, <laughs> yeah, well, um, often... Um, you know, you do get really great musicians who can actually do other sort of um, yeah. disciplines of art. Yeah. I mean, music's just an art, it's just yeah. a discipline of art, and um, often they can multi-talent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, The Man Who Sold the World, well, it's a really interesting title, wasn't it? And and looking at it today, you know, The Man Who Sold the World, I mean, who... Well, it's still relevant, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> and um, look, look what we've got happening in the world now. I mean, I... <clears throat> read that really interesting article and if you haven't read it go to stuff and look for um the article it's uh really <laughs> it's a bit scary in some ways <laughs> there's a lot of scary things around at the moment um <clears throat> but it um it has a uh it has a it's about the self-proclaimed sheriffs um who want to arrest authorities and um you know they even they even had a Zoom meeting back in February um, <clears throat> to decide whether to sentence the New Zealand government to death. Now, you know, seriously, <laughs> seriously, go figure that. They, they, these people, and they are in our community, are um, very keen to make sure that um, that we have a. Uh, um, they have a voice, and uh, their voice is kind of a little bit nutty, I think. Um, they call themselves the Grand Jury, um, who, and it's led by an Australian woman called Sandra Crack. And, or is it Sandra? <laughs> Her, and she claims to be the Chief Sheriff of Australia. Is there such a thing? Yeah. And, um, yeah, they, they basically... Um, um, ruled the government was no longer legitimate and agreed um, all laws passed since 1987 were fraudulent and thus void. <laughs> Seriously, this is, this, is a real, this is a real group here in New Zealand and you might be one of them. It sounds like the birds conspiracy all over again. Oh, it does, but it's, these people actually believe it. Well, as long as they don't step on my blue suede shoes. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> it was very confusing and, and, and it's very, um, very bizarre. But, you know, they were going to vote for the, they voted for the death penalty for the, um, um, <clears throat> in your country, you know, child abuse. Um, they really do believe that, you know, there's a lot of very bizarre stuff happening there. So, um, yep, they're all over New Zealand, these guys. And then there's, of course, there's um, Kerry Reddy. A horse whisperer from Ekatahuna who calls himself the Chief Sheriff of New Zealand and he posted an eviction notice on Facebook um, <clears throat> warned any politicians e.g. Ashley Bloomfield and Michael Baker, Governor General um, that they had three hours to leave the country <laughs> seriously <laughs> um, but, the, but they can't the, oh you can face- now can't you but the Facebook group's got 11,000 members, and that's what really kind of is disturbing, isn't it? Well, imagine if every one of them just had a gun. Or a vote. 
Scary. Yeah. Um, anyway, I found that today. Yeah, yesterday or day before, and um, you know. Is that is that Sandra? Crack. Sandra Crack. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, what a scary looking woman. She is, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, oh. She ain't nothing like Big Mama Thornton. No, no, not half. <laughs> I think just yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out to you and uh, keep an eye on this. You know, these guys, these group of people are seen as um, terrorists in Australia, actually. Um, so, yeah, watch out. Well, you threaten the government, they're going to respond, aren't they? Yeah, they put someone in prison this week, or last week, um, for um, threatening to kill the Prime Minister. They got a year's jail. And there's another, there was another one going up this week for doing the same. So, yep, <clears throat> don't be an idiot. That's all I can say. Gosh, um, you know, you think the government's really bad and... and Camping down on us, these guys are worse. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so this is Carl Perkins. Now, Carl had a um, had a mate who also. Well, you know, we, we're talking about the guy who uh, um, Elvis. Not, yeah. Not not Costello, but the Presley dude. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I always thought his name was would have sounded better as Paisley, but never mind. Or Elvis Parsley. Paisley. <laughs> Elvis Parsley. Yeah. Blue suede shoes, big song, lots well, of people. Yeah, they did, didn't they? But Carl, Carl Perkins wrote quite a few songs, actually. So check that out. I might check out his uh, list of his library. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, this is uh, the original, thanks to Elvis making it famous. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place, and do anything that you wanna do, but uh-uh, honey, lay up of my shoes, don't you step on my blue suede shoes, you can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes. My liquor from my old fruit jar you Do anything that you wanna do But uh-uh, honey, lay up of them shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoes You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes the show, three to get ready, now go cat dog, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes, you can do anything but half of my blue suede shoes, well it's blue, blue, blue suede shoes, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, yeah, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, baby, blue,
Cal, Cal Perkins. Now, yeah, just briefly running through this list, Carl Perkins also wrote Folsom Prison Blues. That was Johnny Cash, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yes. Blue Suede Shoes that we've just heard. Um, God, he wrote a whole pile. Yeah, and songs we've never heard. <laughs> Glad All Over, that was a hit for Dave Clark 5. Jailhouse Rock. Oh, yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, he was right in the So Elvis was, Elvis was kind of a big fan of his then, obviously, yeah, we, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'd say so. He, I think he was a pretty pretty uh whole lot of shaking i think he was a pretty well-regarded um guitarist as well like yeah he was a songwriter but i think he was a one, one of the big movers and shakers of that time too and <clears throat> he uh influenced a lot of but i'm not going to play any of his music today because um most of it isn't covered really that much in big hits but that was um bo diddley who, who oh, yeah, did the yeah. da 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 that, that, you know, Rolling Stones picked up that rift and, and so many people picked Willie and the Hand Jive. That's another, yep, you know, yep. um, that was Otis, Otis, what's his name? And um, there were so many people that picked up that that, that particular rift of um, Bo Diddley, whose real name is Alice McDaniel. Um, you didn't know that, did you? No. Nope. And um, he, he really had a um, good um, sense of um, rhythm. And, uh, yeah... Not many people know that bit of information, so that was his cover, <laughs> right? <laughs> but not okay. <clears throat> moving along, <clears throat> this was UB40's big hit, wasn't it? Yeah, I met them. I met them in um, in uh, Christchurch when they stayed at Noah's. Nice. Yeah, cool guys. Um, but Neil, Neil Diamond was um, part uh, of that. Bu- yeah. uh, the Brill Building, which was in New York, where um, those Jewish businessmen took him and Neil Sadaka, Carol King. Bert Bacharach, a whole pile of them, and they worked nine till five, Monday to Friday, in this building in New York, writing songs. So they tried to turn it into a, you know, a business, so to speak. <laughs> but the songs, which this is one of them, that came out of that time, you know, they're just some of the most famous songs in history. Oh, really? Oh, they were mediocre flop then. It was a good. No, it was a, a yeah, it was a totally, totally productive venture. Ah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, this is one of them then. And um, yeah, for all those people who who like a little tittle at night with a bit of red wine <laughs> by the fire, there you go. Red, red wine, go to my head, make me forget that I still need her soul. Red, red wine It's up to you All I can do I've done But memories won't go No memories won't go I'd have sworn with time thoughts of you would leave my head I was wrong and I find just one thing makes me forget red red wine stay close to me don't let 
First musician to find solace in the bottle. <laughs> oh, Hank Williams is probably. And we didn't. We haven't got any Hank on here actually, have we? On this list, but I'm sure he wrote a few. <laughs> well, no, he wrote a few, but they weren't big named covers. And we were looking at the big name covers. One, yeah. Really, a lot of us from our generation, at least, and we're in the fifties. Maybe we were long, older, longer. Um, <laughs> remember? Uh, but hey, look. <clears throat> this is one that I've always known. Um, well, for a very long time, at least 30 years plus, that this was the song that originally started it all off. And um, I liked it better than the the, the cover Yeah. Um, when I first heard it. There was something more raw and real about it, and I don't know, it just had something. And um, yeah, it's not that well known um, that he wrote this. He's another another great songwriter, though. Yeah. Probably a better songwriter than a... Actor. Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but probably a better, you know, sometimes people like him are better song, better songwriters than they are performers. Yeah, so it's yeah. not unusual that someone bit bigger sticks, steps up and makes a better version. But Chris Christopherson wrote some pretty pretty decent songs in his yeah. day. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Janice obviously got hold of it and totally milked it because Janice is Janice. And Over a bottle of Southern Cup. But she wouldn't be the first musician to have found solace in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the, no. We've already done that. <laughs> okay, here's here's um, here's Chris Christopherson. If it sounds country, man, that's what it is. It's a country song. Yeah. Okay. Well, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Busted flat in Baton Rouge and heading for the trains. Feeling nearly faded. As my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained Took us all away To New Orleans I took my harpoon Out of my dirty red bandana was blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues With them windshield wipers slapping time And Bobby clapping hands We finally sang a favorite song that driver knew Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose 
Nothing ain't worth nothing But it's free Feeling good was easy loving Bobby sang the blues Feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee From the coal mines of Kentucky to the California sun Bobby shared the secrets of my soul Standing right beside me, Lord, to everything I'd done Every night she kept me from the cold Then somewhere near Salinas, Lord, I let her slip away Looking for the home I hope she'll find And I trade all my tomorrows for a single yesterday Holding Bobby's body next to mine Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing left is all she left for me Feeling good was easy loving Bobby sang the blues But if that was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee da 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 me and Bobby McGee Well, what do you reckon? The record was a good version, eh? Yeah. Mm. He, um... He wrote a few other songs. That's just uh, yeah. Tell us about the other one. Love don't oh, love don't live here anymore. Now, who was that? That was oh. was that that chick that did car wash or was one? You know, yeah, maybe. Love don't live here anymore. Yeah, Can't remember yeah, who it yeah. was. That was a big hit. Um, Help me make it through the night. Of course, right. a huge hit. But I've never heard the song. But my favourite one here is um, Desperados waiting for the train. <laughs> It's the title of a Chris Christopherson. <laughs> uh, obviously, you make it very big. No. Yeah, funny that. <laughs> yes. Now, what did you have to add, Graham? Oh, I've forgotten now. You've yeah, <laughs> my bra- <laughs> short-term memory loss, I'm afraid. Um, look, the time it's is um, 18 minutes to uh, the hour of 8 o'clock, and uh, you'll listen to Fresh FM with... With Grant. And Carl, and... Um, our 
wonderful GB Weekly who are sponsoring this show. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. And um, just a uh, little reminder about some of the things that you see in here. There's a good article about the head students <coughs> promoting inclusion this year, which is great, and um, uh, at the high school, Golden Bay High School. <coughs> and um, there was a wonderful article on the front cover, Funds for War Refugees, and um, <coughs> Mike Kennedy and um, Andy Millen um, raising funds for the Ukrainian re war refugees in the Village Green. And... Um, yeah, it was good of them, and I, that was happening on Saturday, um, and so they've they've done a they've done that, and um, yeah, it's great to have um, people in the community um, thinking of things like that. Um, oh, the, there's new there were this last week, <clears throat> this last week COVID nineteen there were fifteen new cases in Golden Bay, one hundred eighty four active, two hundred recovered so that's 384 in total i reckon that's low because well look at nelson oh that's way low yeah you know I imagine how, how many people here have got COVID, haven't bothered to test or have tested positive haven't put their results exactly in. i would say that's probably yeah <clears throat> and there's a good article about the uh persecuted um empowering the persecuted um uh, a couple of people coming through Golden Bay um, from the Voice for the, of the Martyrs. <clears throat> Joyce has written a great article. We remember I interviewed, uh, chatted to Joyce on the show a few weeks ago. Joyce Wiley, she's done. A, she does a few articles in here, <clears throat> and, um, and there's a good little article about Marion Milne and her um, Health Post Nature Trust project coordinator role and what she does. She's very, very good with birds. If you've got a, if you find a damaged hawk on the road or a, or a bird that's been sort of mauled by your cat or something, you know, get hold of Mary and she's she's got some good skills of um, keeping birds alive. She's actually a vet, well, okay. a trade, yeah. so she's got the skills in the background. <clears throat> and um, she hasn't really been working as a vet for a long while now, but um, yeah, she's doing a good job. And, um, yeah, stream ecology, that's what I wanted to talk about because um, <clears throat> New Zealand freshwater legislation is changing to pri prioritise river health um, and where are above human use of freshwater resources? How can we all work together to achieve better ecological outcomes? And this was the question that TDC staff, contractors and community representatives considered during the well-received workshop about improving the ecological health of rivers, managing river hazards, protecting infrastructure associated with it. Well, we do have to go a little bit further. We've got to get rid of some of the shingle, guys. Come on. It's really important that it's just the build-up, you know? Anyway, that's just my personal. Anyway, senior resource scientist, freshwater, History and Ecology, Trevor James ran the council's first stream, stream ecological rehabilitation workshop in late 2021 with members from our environmental information community, infrastructure and environmental policy teams. Oh, what a lot of words. The workshop began with an online presentation which discussed biodiversity and habitat in the Tasman district in stream ecology, engineering for freshwater, habitat improvement, um, fluval geomolo 
What's that word? Geomorphology. Geomorphology. That's a good one. I haven't never come across that one again before. Uh, be a good Fluvial one. geomorphology. Yeah. Considerations for freshwater improvements, projects, and new essential freshwater legislation for its uh, future implication. A recording of the online presentation can be found on the Enhancing Life in Our Waterways um, page on the website tasman.gov.nz. Okay, and it was a great discussion and um, some challenges to balance engineering constraints and ecological goals of the project. A stream walk through various health, uh, various habitats designed into the river plan highlighted successes and lessons that can be applied to future projects. So we've got to keep an eye on this because it's really important. I mean, you know, we had that report come out by the what was it ICC is it and 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 this week and they said you know if we don't act now we're doomed that's yeah. it we are <clears throat> too late and um do you think we will yeah, yeah okay, that's, I think so yeah okay. well I, th- I mean we're pretty lucky in Golden Bay that our rivers are pretty clean compared to other places you know, well they are you're generally right. speaking yeah, yeah, they are pretty clean, and we're, we're pretty but, lucky. But, but but also, there's people here onto it, which is you know that, that's what another thing I love about the bay. You know, if, the, if there's an ecological problem, someone's onto it. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. You usually because you're on the community. Board. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear about it always straight away, but you know that's okay. Okay, here's Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, and who made this one big? Um, I heard it through the grapevine. Mm. Was covered by a lot of people. Marvin Gaye, Gladys Knight, and oh, the Pips, yes, I think, yes. made it huge. But Credence Clearwater Revivals, my f- it's 10 minutes long. It's my favourite version. But okay, um, the original yep. is uh, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles.
Oh, right. That's, uh, that's a classic, isn't it? Yeah, that's a very well-covered song, that one. Yeah. And um, this is another one which Talking Heads did a really, really, I think, a really good version. Yeah, no, they actually. did. They, yeah, I mean, really, that's the only one, isn't it? It the is, but version. it was big. It was really it big. It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Al Green, he was, um, who was he? Well, just his own solo. Yeah, he again. He was a sort of blues song songwriter, singer songwriter, American guy. He yeah. had a few, few of his own hits, but this yep. was probably bigger than you know the talk, talking his version, as you're saying, is probably bigger than anything yeah, else he ever did. Yep, as usual. And so this is uh, "Take Me to the River." song little junior park a cousin of mine is going on but we'd like to kind of carry on in his name I sang
Uh, there you go, off the album El Green Explores Your Mind. Um, there it is. Um, Take Me to the River. Yeah, I remember I was in the fifth form, as we used to say, not year, whatever it is, 12 or whatever. Yeah. When that's that talking monster heads. talking heads version of that song came out. Mm, were you only in the fifth form? I thought I was older than you. 78, you are, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, it's um, four minutes to nine. Eight, 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 definitely eight. <laughs> okay, here's here's one I didn't know. No, I no. No idea. No, yeah, off here, Grant and I have both, not displ- displeasure, but don't, don't really get Bruce Springsteen. No, it's not really kind of... And this, uh, yeah, this song was a huge, it was Manfred Mann, wasn't it? It was an yep. enormous hit in mid-70s. Is it Manfred or Manfred? Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yeah, brilliant band. But who would ever have known that Bruce Springsteen popped up with the original? Yeah, and here it is. In the dumps with the mumps as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat With a boulder on my shoulder feeling kind of older I strip the merry-go-round With this very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing the calliope crashed to the ground Some old hot hat shot was it for hot spots snapping his fingers clapping his hands and some flesh white mascot was tied to a lover's knot with a whatnot in her hand and now young scott with a slingshot finally found a tender spot and throws his lover in the sand and some bloodshot forget-me-not whisper daddies with an earshot save the buckshot turn up the band and she was blinded by the light Hey. 
like, but don't do it again. Well, I jumped up, turned around, spit in the air, fell on the ground, asked him which was the way back home. He said, take a ride at the light, keep on straight until night, and then, boys, you're on your own. Yeah, blinded by the light, and um, it's not really happening at the moment because daylight savings finished. <laughs> yes, I always like daylight saving when you get extra hour and the curtains start fading and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I that do, was the I old seventies, wasn't it? My curtains are fading. Yeah, um, and it means things grow better, though. Of course, um, the su- spring and summer and everything grows with kind of vigor, and. Um, you know, we've uh, does it naturally, isn't it? Oh, of course, it's, and that's what I mean. It's summer, so everything's growing really well with vigour, and um, some of the things that grow um, in Golden Bay, some of the some of the things that are happening in Golden Bay with growing uh, are um, the uh, native native nurseries and um one of the native nurseries i think there's i think there's a couple but um one of the ones the main ones that i know of is uh the okay grow native plants nursery at onikaka and um merit weiss is uh it's her project and um she's been celebrating the second year of wholesale and retail native plants and um She's now teaming up with Project Mahua, Mahua's Stream Care Scheme. Um, anyway, on the line, I do have Merit Weiss, and um, good morning, Merit. Good morning. Hey, thank you for joining me this morning. Um, look, you've, you've, you've been growing plants all your life, have you? Um, no. Good. No, no, I didn't used to know anything about plants. I used to actually... Um, travel around performing. I used to be a clown. Oh, well, a, a professional clown, if there's such a thing. Oh, of course there is. But I was quite glad I'm not that in the last few years because I wouldn't have been making a living. No. So what? What, what brought you to planting uh, plants? Pardon? What brought you pl- to plants to trees? What do I plant? Well, what? 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 Yeah. yeah why did it change? Why did it change? Um, well, why did it change? I have. I guess. I was always 
getting frustrated with all the contradictions and um, complaints about, I don't know, climate change and the environment and you can sit around and drink your latte with milk from Fonterra in it and complain about farmers and at the same time, you know, <laughs> all those con- sort of things where you're in conflict. And then I thought rather I'd just do something than complain about things. And um, see, and I know there's so many people out there doing that already. So I've not reinvented the wheel, but I, it feels very good to do that. Yeah, I know. It's, that's a fantastic project. And, and the fact that you source your seeds locally. Yes, yep. Yeah, that's very, very, very important, mm. eco-sourcing. There's a whole um, a little Bible of rules about eco-sourcing. But um, you can, yeah, you just follow that. Um, yeah. So it means not getting the seed... 30 kilometres further than where you plant again. It just means your plants are going to succeed a lot better. And it also means that there's genetic diversity because if you lose that, then you're going to lose a lot of the original species. Yeah, I know, I know that one of the um, one of the rules of, of vegetable gardening is that if, if parsnips are a really good example of you, you plant parsnips and they're going to get better on your land if you take them even a kilometre down the road they're going to have to start that whole process again of getting better and better so I understand that that concept. Yes yeah 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 and also it just means that they're going to succeed a lot yeah. better they're just going to grow a lot better and um, I think there's um, I don't know but I think that the New Zealand natives though they're not as you know close up they're very interesting but for a lot of people they're boring old things that are not, not as showy as a lot of the important plants. Well, I disagree with that personally, but, and yeah, you would yeah, too but probably. People, but you know, yeah. they come in and they ask me for all sorts of amazing flowers and things. And oh. I don't have those, but no. um, I think I definitely think, yeah. And there's some amazing resources out there as well to, to yeah. show you how you can, how, just how amazing those native plants are, especially going back to um, mana whenua. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so, how many varieties of trees and plants do you grow? Um, um oof, at the moment, it's probably oh, probably about only about eighty because mostly they're just for stream care. So we get the ones that grow easy and fast. Right. Okay. Yeah, but I do. I am looking at some that are sort of becoming extinct, and some other ones that are. Rear. Like yellow pine, silver pine. Yeah, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they are super slow growing, aren't they? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's all those things, and then all the podocarps are really, really slow growing mm. as well. So they're not easy to do from seed. They sit there for a long, yep. long time. However, I think that you're probably looking at th- places like Millenthorpe for the future, as well. Looking at places like Millenthorpe. Millenthorpe, yeah, that's probably a a good place to put a lot of trees under those eucalypts. Yes. Maybe, although Millenthorpe is quite, quite controversial as far as original species go. But oh, yeah, I know. <clears throat> but the idea is to get rid of all those, those eventually oh, and, and, and replace with... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I'm at anything that grows trees. I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. not into all pure things. It's better that as long as you're growing some trees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you tell me about the um, farm care then, um, the, the stream care. The stream care. So I think stream care has been around for a long time, it kind of on and off. Um, it's always hard to get funding for these things. Um, mm. But they do have funding available for any um, 
So Mahua, Project Mahua, which is an umbrella for all the environmental groups in Golden Bay, um, they have funding available, and so it means you can get very cheap subsidised plants for any waterways on any property. And it doesn't even have to be a privately owned property if somebody's got an idea of, of something that needs to be... But ideally it's on farms and streams that need to be planted. Mm. And so Streamcare's done quite a lot of those and that kind of got revived over and over and now it's there again and there's funding available. And uh, you... Yeah, you can apply. Yeah, can well, I was, I was visiting Kathy and Tony Riley yesterday, and they've got diggers in there doing a um, rebuilding a big water uh, wetland. Yes. So they'll be probably um, getting a few of your trees. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that that, that's a good showcase, and and that's what we also need is showcase places that's been restored. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We I had an amazing example of that um, last year. We reconstructed a wetland. On a farm, and often there's farms where there's just the, there's bits of land that are not productive. You can see it by certain plants, and so they put a wetland in there, and the farmer was a little bit sceptical. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, that filled up all on its own the wetland, and there were herons landing in the middle of it, and he was quite pleased. Nice. <laughs> he was quite amazed, and he said, "Oh, when, where can we do the next bit?" <laughs> so that was very good. Yeah. That's the sort of success story I want to hear. Now, it's not just Golden Bay, though, is it? We, we've got wetlands right across the whole top of the south. Yes. And do you supply for the rest of the south? No, I'm not I'm not that big. I don't, yes. I just little, little. You don't want to get that big? Well, um, there is that whole contradiction again of nurseries. Nurseries are actually really, really, really ironically bad on the environment because they use a lot of plastic and a lot of sprays and a lot of, if you do get really big, and then there's the transport, and then you're doing transporting plants again to different parts of the country. Uh, so ideally, <clears throat> yep. it would be best if there was a lot of little local nurseries rather than ginormous. Uh, sure. Well, that's a, that's that's a really good point. So how do we how do we ensure that happens then? How do we get that happening? Because that's that's the next thing. Is was, was it a big thing to set up your little nursery? Um, well, it's not easy to grow plants. A lot of people will say, "Oh, I'll just go and." pull out some seedlings from somewhere and plant them or I'll just do it myself which it's not that straightforward to grow a lot of good plants mm. I've had a, you know because it is an expense especially for farmers who are looking at planting thousands and thousands they often but that is it's a lot of work so I think to get that happening I don't know you just have to mm. I, I'm not sure you, so you, you grow all yours from seed though I grow all of mine from seed. I am looking at doing some things from cuttings that's more to to um, save some of the plants or to just to make them go faster. But, yeah, every, technically everything's grown from seed, yep. Mm-hmm. Even meadow plants, which, <laughs> meadow trees, which take five years to germinate. So you have to be... What? Yes. Really? Yes, yeah. And Nika can take up to two years, so you have oh. to sit there and wait and be patient. Just and keep watering the, pl- the, the pot? <laughs> yes. And not water them too much, yeah. Oh. But that's the very that's the exciting bit. That's the most exciting bit is getting the seed and seeds. It's, it's like the difference between fast food and slow food. Yes, very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. So that mirror is one of the longest ones, and I imagine the silver pine, yellow pine are pretty. Or what do we call yeah, them here? Yeah, they're hard too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, they're ha- and often it's very hard to find the seed as well because you have to get in there before the rats do, or the yeah. possums, or the. Have, yep. 
Have you got a have you got a native uh, have you got a um, native uh, Maori name for um, silver pine, yellow pine? Tenakaha. Tenakaha. That's the third name I've heard for it, so that's really cool. <laughs> I've heard down the west coast it's called Kapala. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, Brian Cooper out at um, Rockville swears it's called Manara. Oh, I'm sorry, I got mixed up. I got it. I got mixed up with the with the other pine. Uh, okay. And there's two. They're brothers. Yeah, there's the silver pine, the yellow mm. pine, the silver yellow pine, the pink pine, and um, yeah. yeah, there's about four or five of them in that little series. Yeah. And yeah, <clears throat> wow, um, they're amazing um, trees. They're my favourite. <laughs> Ah, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, by far. everyone's got their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they, uh, I've got a, I've got a log at home <clears throat> that was cut down to make, oh, okay. a, to make a, to make a, um, what do you call it, a farm. It's grow cows, and it's a thousand-year-old tree. Wow. And um, it's one inch per hundred years it grows. Yes. In diameter. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure that. Yeah. So you know, we we have a long term. What I'm trying to get to is your, you know, the long term goals are what's really important here, eh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of my thoughts too, you mm. know, even if it's a few totara or, or, or something that yeah. grows once I'm gone, it doesn't it, it doesn't really matter anything else. It's got to be a 500-year fi- plan, not a five-year <laughs> yeah, plan, right? exactly. <laughs> that's why the McGillicuddy's were so, so important, you know, they had their 500-year plan. <laughs> not like most politicians and most part, part of yeah. government, you know. And that's the problem now, isn't it? at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what is your 500-year plan? Well, exactly that, that I plant a few of those old buttercups and they'll be here to outlive me by possibly thousands of years. Brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. And so um, how do people get hold of you to um, to to uh, order their trees, order their plants? Um, oh, yeah, that's quite that's quite an important bit because it's, if you are... So for stream care, you need to apply now. Those applications close for next year by the 15th of April, so that's a week, which okay. is good. We'll get you moving yep. quickly. And um, so you just go and the application form is on but with Moha Project and it has to be an order over 500 or 1,000 trees, but that's normal for stream care. And if they want to get hold of me for just other plants or what is available or have a look at nice pictures, so I've got a website, which is www.okgrow.nz. And that's probably the best way. Otherwise, I've got the usual Facebook and Instagram and all those things. It's or okay even grow. a phone number, a yep. home line. <laughs> okay, grow. Yeah. A great name for it. Okay, grow. Okay, uh, yes. grow. Yeah, uh, accidental name. <laughs> <laughs> Always the best. Yeah. Yeah, like accidental plantings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, um, Mira, thank you for. Um, talking to me on the show today it's been really interesting and i and i hope that people do get hold of you and um let's start a revolution yes tree by tree tree tree. (laughs) instead of getting angry plant a tree all right okay hey thank you very much and um thank you good luck to you and uh let's let's keep yeah let's do it Thank you. Okay. Yeah, have right. a good day. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. That was Merit uh, Weiss there from OK Grow. And, um, <coughs> yeah, yeah, excellent. We'll, I'll certainly be checking out that website. Yep. Definitely <coughs> good idea. 30 kilometres. That's a good idea. Keep it within that 30K range. Yeah.
Wow. Yeah, definitely. It's some pretty good stuff. And um, I'm going to twist and shout to that. Beatles made a big thing of this one, didn't they? Was it Beatles? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It wasn't the Beatles song. This is one of their covers that they made big. Ha, here we go. The top notes. Top notes, twist and shout. You're looking so good, but actually you're no good. You're no good, you're no good, you're no good. Yeah, so and this was a huge hit for Linda Ronstadt, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Dee Dee Warwick first Didi, did this. Yeah. Mama's got a bag of her own, is the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> well, there's Dee Dee Warwick, see? Yeah. Just no good.
Yes, uh, it's Dee Dee Warwick, the sister of Dione Warwick, who of course had a few big hits in our high school years. I'll never love this way again. Walk oh, on yeah, by. Um, yeah. So, but I think she, Dee Dee was the junior sister, clearly. Right. Well, speaking of sisters, this is a good one for 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 for, for going ah, yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Johnny, 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 Johnny did this. Um, yeah. Johnny Cash, and we were just talking about doing a whole show on Johnny's because <laughs> we could do a whole song of Johnny Cash songs. Yeah, well, no, we could do a whole show of Johnny, different Johns. Um, the anyway, genres. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> look, this is uh, Johnny Cash made this one big, um, but his wife wrote it and her sister first recorded it and sang it. So um, her name, Anita Carter, and this is um, this is all about chilies of the day after. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. If you want a short piece of history, yep. June Carter wrote the lyrics about of Ring of Fire about her relationship with Johnny. She felt being around Cash was like being in a ring of fire. He was involved in drugs and had a very volatile lifestyle. When she wrote this, both June and Johnny were married, but they became singing partners and close friends. Huh. How interesting. And I thought it was about Chili. Yes. Hmm. Well, you know, who knows? I, I, I have made that assumption myself yeah, well, I <laughs> several had, times. I, I had a, I had a, uh, a Carolina fair. Reaper for breakfast. Yeah. No, seriously, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, no, I'm mad. Because <laughs> uh, I've got a mind set my on rings you. on fire. I've got my... <laughs> I've got my mind set on you. This is this is um, this is one of your little stories. I oh, well, yeah, um, 
I'm a huge J, uh, George Harrison fan, and I had no idea that this was a cover song until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and the the original is really good, James Ray. Yeah. interesting cover that definitely has um merit yeah well and the time is um 28 minutes past eight and you're listening to fresh fm on friday the 8th of april it is yeah and 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 you're not listening to rod stewart no god yeah well (laughs) sorry (laughs) 
actually went to a concert of his. He yeah, I went good. to that one too. Well, the equivalent of one was. Yeah, yeah. But I've got to say, it was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Like in Wellington, it was the first ever out, big outdoor concert of, like by a major artist, so it was pretty exciting no matter right. what. Right, I missed Bowie the year before, or two years before, but in Christchurch. But, you know, yeah, Rod was good. And but he it's made not this, Rod. He made, this song, he made this song really big, though, is what I'm saying. He, he made did, this song yeah. really big. Who would have known it's actually... In fact, I remember at that concert, <clears throat> you know, the old glow tubes when he was doing oh, this yeah. way out the back yeah, of the yeah. sand. <laughs> This is um, the Sutherland Brothers <clears throat> off their album Lifeboat. So you can guess what the name is. <laughs> in this the name of the song, I'm not even going to tell you. It does know. sound like an old Scottish song. Well, Stuart was Scottish, wasn't he, Rod? Yeah. But um, it does sound like a bit of an old Scottish song with that, that, that drum beat. And that was the Sutherland Brothers sailing, and I think they used it for... Um, and, um, well, Sutherland is a, 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 a region of Scotland and B, oh, yeah. one of the most prominent surnames, see. So. Okay, well there you go. It probably is an old Scottish song, um, or it's uh, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I have to look up the Sutherland Brothers. Quick, Carl. who originally sang the song "Sailing"? Yeah, the Sutherland Brothers. Yeah, so "Sailing" is a song composed by Gavin Sutherland of the Sutherland Brothers in 1972, best known as a 1975 international hit. 
for Rod Stewart. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so here's another one I didn't know. Um, Produced we, by Muff Woolman, Stevie Woolman's brother. Oh, yeah, okay. Black so, Magic Woman. No, sailing, just dropped. Oh, right, 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 right okay. Oh, right, all right. Uh, yeah. um, Black Magic Woman by um, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, who would have thought, you know? Seriously. Um, yeah, here we go. Very different version than the one we know got of Santana. Yes, I got a black magic woman Got me so blind I can't see But she's a black magic woman And she's trying to make the devil out of me Don't turn your back on me, baby Don't turn your back on me, baby Yes, don't turn your back on me, baby You're messing around with your tricks don't turn your back on me, baby Cause you might just break up my magic stick your spell on me, baby. That's because Fleetwood Mac were a completely different band before they got Nicks and Buckingham and, and then got commercial. Or was that still when Fleetwood Mac was um, 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 Chicken Shack-ish? Well, yeah, they were Christine Perfect yeah. and John McVie and, yeah. Ah, right. Mick Fleetwood, I think, was the drummer. But, yeah. Um, it was Peter Green. Peter Green was the dude, not Al Green. Peter oh, Green was Fleetwood yeah, Mac. Right. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, um, that's a great... That's a great um, Great song, and I'm thank you for um, 
sharing that one. Um, now, I did mention earlier in the show that we've got um, Jack's, Jack, Jack's Cancer Treatment um, Silent Auction Fundraiser coming up. Now, Jack's had um, um, life-threatening cancer for about nine years now, and um, the government, in its wisdom, doesn't pay for his um, uh, treatment, unfortunately. Um, I guess someone misses out, and unfortunately he's the one. But he's had really good results from what treatment he's been getting. Um, which is a very expensive treatment, uh, and it's been a bit of a journey. And um, he's a he's a silent trooper. He really is. And um, so Golden Bay has got together, and um, over the years, and and sort of certainly helped him um, in in his journey. Um, and part of that journey has been um, um, Belinda's. Um, um, concept of a silent auction fundraiser and in the studio with me right now us right now is Belinda good morning hi hey good to have you with us thanks for coming in so cruelly early <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> we um, you, you came up with the idea of a fundraiser yeah yeah it happened quite quickly actually um, I was in lockdown with my daughter with COVID and had a conversation with Jack and yeah, he was seeking help, you know. Um, so we thought, well, what can we do? You know, uh, over a year ago, we did a bingo night, and that was very popular. Uh, but what if try something different? Um, the reason for trying a little bit different is last time we went out to the public and asked for donations for prizes, etc., for the bingo night, whereas the silent auction itself that we're holding in Easter weekend, we just advertised and let the people come to us and it's just been outstanding. So over the long weekend we are open for two days, one on the Friday, Good Friday from 1.30pm till 5 and then again on the Saturday from 10am till 2pm with about 50 plus silent auctions and raffles, a $2 koha uh, on entry and it's just been outstanding what the community has come forward with, you know, for Jack. And you got coffee there. Yes, yes. Which is essential. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Coffee cart on site. Wow. And so t tell me a little bit about some of the things, some of the um, auctions, you're, things you're auctioning, some of the most interesting okay, things. Okay, so we've got quite a array of things, really. Um, we've got artworks. We have got pedicure vouchers. We've got massage vouchers. Uh, we have a Mustang ride in the pipeline. We have baby products, uh, mirrors, upcycled LPs. It's, it's just incredible, actually, wow. you know, to see the variety of stuff that has been donated. That is fantastic. What a community we've got. And you've seen about 50 items. Yes. Well, that's that's going to be a great auction, and it's um, so it sounds like something for everybody there. A absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you just come along and write your name down. H how does that part of it work? So I, okay, I've never so quite understood about a silent auction, you know, so a lip reader. Pay your koha when you arrive uh, of $2, and then there's a registration form to fill in just with your you know, name, address and telephone number and you'll get given a number. Then you can wander around, view the things that you know are up for auction. There's something that takes your fancy, place your bid using your auction. That way no one knows who it is that's bidding and so you can fight it out between numbers and no one knows. And yeah, at the end of it, the highest bidder wins. So you put your number down yep. with and the amount that you want to... 
you want to pay for it. That's and correct. Then someone comes along and says, you know, no, I reckon it's worth. Mr. Seven is worth um, wants ten, and Mrs. Mrs. Um, um, Sixty two wants um, thinks it's worth forty. That kind of absolutely works. yes. Got it. Brilliant! What a yeah. what a good idea. So we don't have we don't have too much too many people not liking each other at the end of it. That's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've got to live in this town, don't we? We do. We do. Yeah. Oh, look, Belinda, this is brilliant, and um, you know, let's hope we can get Jack um, back on the road because it's actually he actually couldn't do his treatment because of the um, medical system. And that's correct. Back in December, um, the hospital where he was receiving treatment in Nelson had to close the doors on him due to the fact that a lot of staff didn't get vaccinated for COVID. Uh, therefore, there wasn't staff to be able to administer it. So it's been nearly four months without treatment. Mm. Uh, he just had his first one last week, which was funded you know, um, also by local community. Yep. Um, yeah. So. So why, why couldn't why couldn't he go to a different the hospital in Nelson and get it done? Well, well uh, I can't answer that no. that one. Oh, uh, no, know. it's it's yeah. yeah usually done through private premises. Got it. Um, so it was at Manuka Street, uh, but it's now changed to another premises in Richmond. Isn't it crazy how you can't um, you know they they don't they don't fund the government don't fund everything. I know, and at $1,523 every three weeks, is, it's impossible for any normal you know, household, even with working fa- you know, members of the family, to fund. Yeah, yeah. We've got to keep everyone alive as long as we possibly can, and he's a good guy. Absolutely. Yeah, so look, come along to the auction on um, Good Friday. Make it good. Um, the 15th and um, from 1.30 till 5pm um, to the uh, Senior, Senior Citizens. Citizens Hall yeah there it is on the Senior Citizens Hall and um, place your bid on things you need and things you want and just, just go nuts Absolutely, absolutely, and, yeah. And on the and on, and on the Monday and the uh, Saturday as well, and um, we'll direct you there from um, different points in town. It'll, there'll be posters around town, signs around town, big arrows, you know, flags, flashing lights, the whole works, right? And so uh, you can't miss it. Senior Citizens Hall, everyone knows where it is, and um, yeah. And Belinda, you're you're also part of our next door neighbours here in the uh, in the uh, Work Centre Trust, the um, uh, where we operate the. Uh, radio station from you're in the uh, Trash Palace how's that going just I know you didn't come in to talk about that but I just wanted to ask you <laughs> yeah. spontaneously because so you had a bit of problems as well it's been a bit to... trial and error mm. over you know um, the traffic light system uh, with minimal staff but yeah we've managed to push through and we're back open again three days a week and yeah hope to be open again five days a week in the near future that's fantastic because again you give um, a lot to the community the yes. Trash Palace do and so again support Trash Palace bring in your good used clothes no rubbish please and um, bring in the uh, stuff that is, is don't bring in electronic stuff because they can't sell it it's nothing electrical but bring in maybe a few books or even a few plates if they're good ones unusual ones um, and bring in gold rings and um, that sort of thing and <laughs> <laughs> and um, these these wonderful women and men at um, Trash Palace will uh, re- upcycle them, and and will uh, have a better community for that for it. So thank you for what you do there. Thank it's you. It's great. Yeah, and thanks for coming in today. Um, it's it's good to know that there's people in the community who really are doing what's needed. And um, it's yeah. my pleasure. Thank you. So um, <clears throat> yep. 
Um, so that yeah, that was Belinda Fleming there, and uh, thank you. And we're going to go back to the oh, this is this is that wonderful Roberta Flack song. <clears throat> yeah, it is. <clears throat> and it was written by Laurie Lieberman and two other people whose names escape me. Laurie Lieberman got cut out of the equation allegedly, so she did her own version. So this is theoretically the original. Cool. Killing me softly. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see him to listen for a while. And there he was, this young boy, a stranger to my eyes, strumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life. With his words killing me softly With his song I felt all flushed with fever Embarrassed by the crowd I felt he found my letters And read each one out loud Just kept right on Strumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song Killing me softly with his song Telling my whole life with his words
That's a lovely voice. And that is. That was a beautiful vision. It is. And now I remember Casey Kasem, who I always refer to because he was so, such a huge part of our lives, wasn't he, at, yep. in that time, indicated. I remember when Roberta Flack sang that song that there was some connection to Don McLean, American Pie. <laughs> it was yeah. supposed to be about him strumming his fingers and whatever, but um, I didn't read any of that yesterday when I was researching. It's good that you got a memory to remember stuff like Casey Casey well, said. See, well, see, yeah, I know, but if you asked me the periodic table from the same period, I wouldn't be able to tell you anything. Because there's no interest in it, but the interest in music, and yeah. it's the same. You yeah. know, it's what we have interest in. You know, thank you, Carl, <laughs> for that bit of information, that interesting stuff. Okay, here's one of the probably the most covered songs just about not quite ever the silent night is apparently um and who, whoever whoever yeah. wrote that who wrote that well uh, it goes way back jo german joseph somebody or other it's a german song written in the 1600s yeah oh, it's wow, been recorded by 3500 artists <laughs> oh wow okay well we're not going to play anyway, that yeah. and um, um but we are going to do this george gerswin one and this is george um with the um um Oh, Philharmonic, Royal Philharmonic. No, I think even The Who did a cover of the song. Oh, who didn't? And it's all about what we've just been through. Summertime. COVID, oh, summertime. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. It's got lovely versions, soft and gentle and well. Thank you. 
Don't call us, George. We'll call you. George Gershwin. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, the Royal Philharmonic and um, Summertime. I like the more sort of swingy versions when summer feels a bit happier. <laughs> I don't really Yeah, want what did f- they do in the theatre? Well, it was depression, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't really want to I'll finish on that one. Um, I want to finish on something, on something exciting. exciting by the exciters. Here's the exciters. Here you go. Do I diddy. You must know this one. Who Ma- did the original? Manfred Mann again. Yeah, Manfred Mann.
Oh yeah, and there's the exciters, and uh, they uh, do what they do. And that's be at the end of our show today. Um, hey, thank you for listening, and thank you to our guests, um, both uh, Meredith Weiss and Belinda Fleming. And thank you for you to listen. And we want to um, put a challenge out to our listeners. We want to ask you to contact us and um, give us some ideas for uh, themes for the show. We're stuff like we do you know and i think we'll be able to we'll be able to come up to some of those challenges so um contact me you know my name's grant knowles and this is carl mccray with a c and uh, look us up and message us yeah that's the easiest way facebook yeah yeah and um we'll we'll try and rise to your challenge um as weird as it possibly can be thank you for your time today thank you or next week you're going to get 20 songs about johnny yeah well that's what we're going to try we're going to go with johnny (laughs) how about that um yeah johnny be good um yeah dear john etc and so there you go and 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 um yeah have a good weekend take care have fun um make sure you uh support your local everythings um go out there and um buy food go to your local um um everything yeah (laughs) and and have a nice weekend because the weather looks good everywhere get out amongst it yeah 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 totally and so uh until next week same channel and thanks to the gb weekly by the way uh same channel just don't forget this message thanks for your time folks let's forgive The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.